Servus und herzlich willkommen to the Bavitin Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is Schnitzel and I will be reviewing Bayern Munich's latest defeat, a 2-3 defeat to Borussia Mönchengladbach, which happened just a few minutes ago and it is still fresh in my mind as it is, I assume, in the minds of all of your listening and it was certainly a terrible bitter defeat that somehow I felt Bayern didn't completely deserve because I did not deem the red card that Upamakano got that put Bayern's game plans in disarray as a rightly awarded one because I thought there was little to no contact with the forward but then again maybe my camera angle did not show me the full story so I think we should get into the nitty-gritties of the game and the specifics without uh, wasting much time I probably sound terrible right now and uh, rightly so because I am kind of depressed depressed at this Gladbach curse that Bayern seem to have you know we can beat pretty much anyone PSG in the Champions League give us I don't know Liverpool Manchester City the the hardest of the Champions League clubs the best teams in Europe and we would definitely have a winning chance but against Gladbach we always go with this foreboding sense that we would be lucky to escape with a draw and that's just how it is in football sometimes they are our bogey team and we just have to accept it at this point there's nothing we can do about it I'm not sure we can beat them in the near future there need to be a lot of wholesale changes for that to happen even then I think the psychological aspect of this game also plays a massive role because I don't know it just feels so tough playing against Gladbach all the time and it just is really sad that we couldn't grab the win again for I don't know how the nth consecutive time in Gladbach I don't even remember the the record against Gladbach is actually very daunting so the past five games against Gladbach, Bayern haven't been able to secure a win. We have lost thrice and uh, drawn two times. And before that, we have won one, two, three, four, five games and lost four. And all of those four, I presume, are away games. So we have pretty much, I don't even remember the last time we beat Gladbach in their own turf. It was probably like more than seven, eight years ago. I the memory doesn't sum me well but Gladbach honestly because it's just such a crazy 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 team and how they turn up against Bayern every single time is just insane the game well heading into the game Bayern obviously had that victory against PSG and Gladbach had a had actually a terrible run of form before this game so they had lost to Hertha Berlin 4-1 and funny enough Hertha has certainly not been performing that well in the Bundesliga this season. They stand in the 17th position at the moment in the Bundesliga table. And they lost 4-1 to Hertha. And before that, they drew with Schalke. That is how terrible Gladbach have been the past few games. And then all of a sudden, they come all guns blazing. Because, well, it's Bayern and they will just win out of sheer willpower. They'll just make it happen. And this is what you get used to as a Bayern fan. They're just fair and square better than us each time and there's nothing we can do about it and this game was kind of disheartening because Upamakana got red carded and then things went downhill the two teams started in uh so Bayern started in a 4-3-3-4-2-3-1 formation and uh it it actually was a very good setup by Nagelsmann and he made a very important change and that is he started Thomas Miller at the beginning of the game up front with Chupamoting 
and it was Goretzka and Kimmich in midfield. Uh, others were regular, so Graven Birch also played the game. Muziala and Zani were both benched, and Gnabry also played. So I assume Davies took the role of a winger in this uh, formation, and it was a midfield three of Graven Birch. Koretska and Davy uh, and Anne Kimish and uh, Davy Blind, Upamagano, and Mojarem Pavard rounded up the back three, which I thought was rather slow, especially because Davy Blind played more as an outside center back, and I don't think he is best suited to be a center back at Bayern. He, I'd rather he play as a right back or a left back because he doesn't have the pace that is required. So. Delict compensates for the lack of pace with his quality with his awareness, but I don't think I think Delict has loads of work to do to remotely get there. And he is in the twilight of his career, and understandably, we cannot expect you know the best from him in any given game. So, but it was a setup that also was meant to possibly give many players a rest and then bring them on in the second half if needed, but. Uh, Everything sort of went into the bin when Ubamakano got red carded for a foul that was uh, deemed red card worthy by the referee on Alassane player, I believe. But I did not see the contact. I honestly did not deem it worthy of a red card. So that is subjective. Anyways, uh, Gladbach were playing with a man up the rest of the game, pretty much the entire game. They scored via last Stindl early in the first half and then... Nagelsmann made a change that involved bringing in Joe Cancelo for Thomas Miller. And I honestly do not blame him at all because in this sort of game where you're playing a man down, you would obviously go for defensive stability as well as... So Cancelo is a player who can contribute a lot of defensive stability, but also, um, you know, help with the offensive side of things. And I didn't think Muller was quite hitting the mark early on in the game. He had two fluffed shots and it felt like the box was just getting overcrowded and being a man down. So I'm not sure exactly what the rationale is behind Nagelsmann's decision, but overall it didn't make sense that we would have one extra defender to sort of ease the pressure on the Bayern backline and also help with the attack since Cancelo can also send in some really good crosses. There was no point in having too many players up front. Some would argue that you could have bent someone else, but then, well, uh, in the first half, it's always better to not introduce too many changes. But that being said, despite this being a loss, I wouldn't pin this uh, all on Nagelsmann. Uh, Some people will find that very easy, but I think it's highly unfair because, I mean, have any other coach in his position, do you think they'll be able to grab a win? Ten men against Gladbach. You might argue that, oh, well, Hansi Flick beat Stuttgart whenever with uh, 10 men and a 4-1 or 4-2 victory or whatever, if memory serves me right. But you must also remember that he had Lewandowski in that team and second, it was Stuttgart, not Gladbach. Hansi Flick has never won at Gladbach. He has never won in their home. It has never happened. It's always a tough game and uh, it's always been like this for Bayern. So I think it's fine. Let's not take it too harshly on the coach. I think he did a fairly good job given the circumstances. The, uh, the team was pretty good towards the end of the first half. Chupa Moting grabbed a goal before the end of halftime, uh, courtesy of amazing play from Alfonso Davies, a superb run and a great cross. I really hope that this form from Davies remains because I would love to have uh, top form left-back Davies back at Bayern again. The attacking input he provides is 
unparalleled as a left back and he's also so good defensively and I hope he continues in this vein of form because he looked very very active throughout the game and uh, Chuba Motang, yes he did grab a goal but I have been very very uh, un can say unimpressed with his uh, overall scoring and I, I just think that he is certainly not you know the best of strikers not just in the world but in the Bundesliga itself and Yes, he has been quite serviceable, but he is not world-class. And uh, we probably never wanted him to be that. But Bayern desperately needs a world-class striker up front because there are too many chances being created, but nobody is really putting them in the back of the net. So it's always like, uh, oh, maybe that could have been an amazing assist. Or, wow, that was a really well-timed pass, but the finishing was atrocious. So it's just unfortunate that it had to turn that way for Bayern. And... uh, I suppose in the second half, things just went worse. Uh, Jonas Hoffman grabbed a goal in the 55th minute. And again, our defense can switch off at uh, stretches of the game. And it's just quite sad. But uh, at the same time, you are playing with a man down and there's a lot of pressure. So you can't really... It's very easy to play the blame game. I think Delict overall had a very good game. Daily Blind didn't look exactly at home, to be fair. So it was quite rough for him today and uh, the rest of the Bayern backline well Benjamin Pavard was fantastic so especially in the first half he really impressed me and I never thought I'd be saying this but uh, I actually really loved his uh, passion in this game the way he played he, the way he timed his tackles everything was on point so I think the defense did his best given the circumstances Joshua Kimish was good but not great and uh, Leon Goretzka was atrocious with his passing. Yes, he's big and he helps us in midfield. He is a very good presence. He helps to bully opposition players off the ball. But his timing with tackles has been very bad. And he looked day and night different from the game against PSG. I didn't recognize him almost. And his passing was so shoddy. Really, really shoddy passing. I think, yeah, and then came Marcus Thuram's goal in the 84th minute and then Matitel grabbed a goal late in the game but it was already done and dusted by then. Mojilat Bakhper taking all three points from that home game and honestly, I wouldn't say they didn't deserve this because they came in with a lot of passion, a lot of dedication, determination and uh, Kone was so, 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 so good. He is one of the best players in the Bundesliga right now. Kouadio Kone is... A very 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 talented young player and I'm pretty sure someone's going to buy him probably a Premier League club or some club from outside the Bundesliga I hope he doesn't leave the Bundesliga but that's just how it is he's super talented one of the best defensive midfielders in the Bundesliga right now always up there with the challenges superb crosses so powerful with the ball so pacey and just what you want in a 6 slash 8 in midfield so wonderful job probably received the jersey swap from me and uh, the rest of the Gladbach team also put in a really good effort Jonas Hoffman always scores or assists it's like a given he is their difference maker he's always there involved in the attack somehow fantastic play from him as well and of course substituted Marcus Thuram also lit a fire up Bayern's backs and yes he grabbed a goal and his pace put the Bayern backline to the test and they did not come unscathed and the rest of the Gladbach lineup set up well. The defense defended admirably and they did let in two goals against the 10-man Bayern. But take 
nothing away from uh, Oblen, who was amazing as a goalkeeper in his first appearance against Bayern Munich. Just really impressive. And Gladbach just did what Gladbach always does against Bayern, you know, somehow grabbed that win, obviously, with all the theatrics, all the sort of gritty playing and uh, the dirty footwork, the dirty uh, time-wasting, but who would blame them? Uh, if you're playing against Bayern and you're disadvantaged and Bayern has one of the best squads in the world, even if they're a man down, they're still a threat to score at any given instant. So, great game by Gladbach overall, really applaud them. And uh, it was just unfortunate for Bayern, but they did deserve to lose with, you know, a man down. It was always going to be difficult. Um, on, now, I would maybe grade the team overall with a C for the performance, not anything too great, but also nothing too atrocious because that's the best you probably can do with 10 players against Gladbach away. With that being said, uh, Jan Zomer was pretty solid, but there are some times I thought... He could have done better with the saves, especially towards the end, I think, with the, uh, Marcus Joram's goal. And then Bojama Power was definitely a really good good uh, player throughout the game. I think I would give him an A-, minus, a B star at worst because uh, he was he was really good, in my opinion. And uh, Upamecano gets a D just because of the red card. He was... I couldn't really make much of an opinion about him up until then, but he was quite solid. But it's just unfortunate, and you just don't get carded like that, you know. I mean, I guess you take your chances because even if Gladbach had scored off that opportunity, it's possible that Bayern would have been able to come back with 11 men. But I just don't see the rationale ever in getting a red card for such challenges. But it was also kind of unfortunate, so nothing more to say on that front. Delict was pretty good. So I would give him a B, not a, not, a, not a high B, but like a mid B because he was very solid and he put in some really good work, some tackles. Daily Blend gets a C- minus because not the most inspired performance. He really needs to up his game if he wants to start consistently. He looked quite uncomfortable at times. Uh, Kimish gets a B again, not the best of performances from him, but pretty solid. Goretzka gets a D plus slash C minus because that definitely wasn't one of his best performances. Davies was really active in the attack and also tried to contribute defensively and uh, he did what he could. Yes, there were times where I felt that Hoffman gave him a really rough time and Hoffman sort of tried to terrorize him throughout the game and Davies was caught, you know, off guard multiple times. So, that means he definitely won't be getting anything eight here, but for the assist, at least he gets a B slash B plus from my side. And uh, Gravenberg was actually surprisingly very silky on the ball, earned a lot of fouls, drew a lot of contact, and was pretty good. He switched as a winger, was serviceable throughout the game, really solid performance. I think he's just going to get better and better. The future is really bright for this youngster. He's getting a B plus because I really like that performance and I thought some of his passes were really good. You know, relieve the team out of pressure, just do well overall. Thomas Miller was active in his role, but then again, I think he could have done slightly better towards the beginning of the game. Yes, it was very few chances, but it was not the Thomas Miller. I'm sorry, I'm just yawning. It, I feel sleepy for some reason. It's not the Thomas Miller that we've usually been accustomed to, so... I don't know, this game is kind of iffy uh, and uh, I, I, I can't grade him over a 
B minus because he just wasn't there on the pitch enough. Probably for that reason, some of you might think it wouldn't be fair to give him over C plus. But then, I guess I should just refrain from giving him a grade because it's difficult, you know, to to even judge such a short performance. Chuba Moting grabbed a goal, but overall he could have done much better. Honestly, I thought he was a B because uh, he did get more opportunities sometimes he took too much time on the ball sometimes he tried to do his flicks you know his back heels and everything inside the box i just think bayern players should take a shot they should not pass too much when you're inside the opposition box or just fear the process of shooting the ball because you just want to get it over with and you want to catch your opponent off guard and i've already discussed this in a previous post game podcast you do not give your opponent time to think you just take the shot you take your chances because Every second you waste in the box gives the opponent more time to get back into the game, to recalibrate themselves, to have a better chance at stopping the ball. So there you have it. Matthew Tell, good sub. He's a bit hot-headed, but he did grab a really, very well-taken goal. So I would give him a B plus for that performance. Short showing, but very impactful. And uh, well, the rest of the substitutions, I guess, draw... Cancelo, wow, I'm just I'm just super, super sleepy for some reason. I have no idea. Maybe the game just reduced my uh, energy throughout. It was kind of draining, I guess. Uh, Cancelo was uh, quite solid, I'd say. Good substitution, but didn't do a lot to impact the game. I would grade him a C, min- a C plus or a B minus at best. Leroy Zani was very active but fluffed a lot of chances. There were times when he could just run past the defense and then towards the end, right before he gets into the box, he just gives the ball away. So for being frustrating, I guess, a B minus slash C plus again. Jamal Muziela gets a B because he was very active up front. Just glided past defenders multiple times, but the pass that he then gave was not utilized well by the other players and I feel like maybe he could have also done better overall maybe tried to take a few shots himself because he is a very good finisher and he should trust himself more so yeah that is sort of my overall view my overlook of this game not a lot more to talk about just a regular Mönchengladbach uh, loss for Bayern Munich and this just happens regularly I mean what more can anyone do about this it's like a phenomenon it's a must so we should just accept this as one of the four main inevitable facts of life you know death or uh, taxes Pep Guardiola and PSG bottling it in the Champions League and the fourth one obviously being Bayern losing to Gladbach away because it just happens all the time and I guess you just can't do much about it like Gladbach deserved the win today nothing else to say just lucky with the red card but then again put a lot of passion into it and won the game deservedly on to the next game I guess and I suppose for every Bayern coach the plan should always be to consider the Bundesliga season uh, worth 32 games instead of 34 because two games are always against Gladbach and you start with thinking of them as losses so that you can at least sort of salvage a draw and that would be a good scenario because with Gladbach you're even lucky to salvage a draw with that 
sort of bittersweet note thank you so much it wasn't sweet it was just bitter <laughs> anyways thank you so much for listening and uh be sure to uh like rate share subscribe to our podcasts on any podcasting platform of your choice be it spotify apple podcasts i don't even know what else there is soundcloud blah blah blah, blah. anything you use megaphone make sure to also give us your feedback and your comments because we always value them and also ensure that you go through our articles on Bavarian Football Works because we cover a lot of Bundesliga and world football in there and it's super exciting. Our writers come up with really nice, amazing uh, opinion pieces and analyses and articles and passionate uh, monologues about their own feelings of football and you can sort of live the entire experience at BavarianFootballWorks.com and also join our forum, give us your comments and feedback. And yes, thank you so much for patiently listening. And I know I haven't been in the best of moods, but I guess that kind of makes sense given how the match turned out. But hopefully the next Bayern game is better. Thank you so much once again. Vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.